Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy. On Kaya FM 95.9. The time has just gone um, 7 p.m. and you're listening to Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Um, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy and I hope you had a great Tuesday. I had a good day. I wasn't too busy today, which is great. That's why I was tweeting so much. But yeah, welcome to Sidebar Cindy. Our podcasts are up. So please take a visit to kayafm.co.za and listen to um, FM Rewind. You can also tune in to us on DSTV's audio bouquet, channel 861, or listen live on kayafm.co.za. So, this evening's topic is a topic that is close to my heart because whatever happened on the day of my wedding still haunts me to this day. So, we have many different types of brides in the world of of weddings, be it white weddings, traditional weddings, whatever weddings. And um, some brides are really monstrous. And I think we're all familiar with Bridezilla. We all know that there's this one bride that is ungovernable on her days. She's snapping at everyone and leading up to her wedding, she's shouting at everyone, telling people what to do, telling people what to wear and so on. So that's a Bridezilla that we're all all familiar with. But did you know that there are 10, there are 10 different types of brides? Okay. So there's the bride with the budget. So that's the stingy bride who'll make sure that everything is done properly and within budget and she'll be on Pinterest checking, checking you know, what's happening there and cutting things out and sending ideas and she'll probably make you guys pay for your own bridesmaids' weddings and bridesmaids' dress, wedding dresses and, and outfits. So that's the, that's, the, that's the stingy bride. That's the, the bride of the budget. And then you also have the, the anti-wedding bride. So she's the one that's most likely to elope because, you know, this whole thing of weddings is just not her cup of tea. So, you know, why are we doing this? It's Moshe Ma'ali and all those things. So she'll just elope and you'll just, you'll just hear from people that, oh, Usindi eloped to the Maldives and she'll, she comes back and she's flashing a ring and she's married. And then there's other, there's other different types of brides that we'll discuss, you know, as the show goes on. But I will say from the get-go that this topic, you know, is chest painy for me because of what I went through and what I put my family through leading up to my wedding 15 years ago. And joining me this evening, I have two guests um, who will be chatting to us about this, this topic and also just delving into, you know, just the practical issues around weddings. You know, I have a lot of tips to share and uh, my guest, Uyelang um, Prujinka, will be telling me and us about her experiences. And we'll also be chatting to clinical psychologist, Dr. Anile Siswana, who'll be joining us telephonically. And he'll be discussing, you know, the more, the more serious part of it in terms of the stress that accompanies, you know, the fact that you're about to get married, the planning around it, expectations, managing them. So we'll be also delving into that. So it's a lighthearted topic, but we will be getting, you know, into the deeper issues. Um, you know, to give it a well-rounded, well-rounded balance. So, thank you so much, Yelang, for joining me on KFM 95.9. Thank you so much, Cindy, for having me. So, um, when did you get married? We got married on the 21st of April, 2019. And it was a very interesting um, affair because as you spoke about the different types of brides, I realized that I, I'm a hybrid bride because I started out as an anti-wedding uh, uh, bride, <laughs> not very keen on, because as you mentioned, weddings are stressful. They're really? stressful from the minute you get proposed to. 
and up until the day you actually get married so it's a it's 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 a long time depending on how long you plan i mean there's some women who plan their weddings for six months to a year mm. and how they handle that level of stress is beyond me because the the three months that i had to go through it was 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 yeah it very was, it was a lot a and lot. and and who helped you um, you know, with the planning, were you on your own? Did you have a wedding planner? Were you planning with friends? Who helped you through this this process? So I think I'm one of those very rare brides because men <laughs> did everything at my wedding. Okay. Um, my son and my brother-in-law. Uh, we tease them all the time because they became the wedding planners and they actually executed the wedding. So they knew exactly what I wanted. And because uh, these are two people who know me, I might even say better than I know myself. So they both took the stress of it off of me. And knowing that for me, it was either it, it got done really well or it wasn't going to get done at all. Okay. So doesn't, so you were, all or nothing. Let's do this properly or let's not do it. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, you're listening to um, Cindy on Sidebar Cindy on Kai FM 95.9. You can call us on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. And of course, you can join us on Twitter. Um, hashtag Sidebar Cindy Kai FM Talk. And we're discussing, um, you know, the different, different types of brides. So leading up to your wedding, be it traditional or, or, or a white wedding. What were you like? Were you a nightmare? Were you a stingy bride? What kind of bride were you? So I have a list of the different types of brides. I'm going to go through it and then give you, like, like throw out a few, a, few, a few hints here and there. And you can call us and let us know which one you are. So I've already discussed the bride of the budget. So I'm going to sum it up. Bride of the budget is the one that makes you pay for your own dresses. We know those ones, the stingy ones. Bridezilla is the majority of us, the nightmare that everyone talks about after your wedding, how horrible you were, how mean you were, and how, you know, they wish that everything goes well and they never want to see you again. That's the bridezilla. The anti-wedding bride is the one that doesn't really want a wedding and she's most likely to elope and, 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 not, and not do all of this. The princess bride is the one that's been looking forward to this since she was five years old. So these are the ones that have a vision board with the dresses on and the ring and the, you know, the traditional outfit and the cake and everything else. So that's the princess bride. The antsy bride is the one who just thinks that everything's going to go wrong. She expects everything to go wrong and she spends the whole ceremony waiting for things to go wrong. And I think a lot of us are, are a mixture of that. So even if you're not married, you can already identify what kind of a, what kind of a bride you're going to be. And it'll be interesting to hear your views. 86 959 SMS 36959. So in terms of, of, of just the three months that you had leading up to it, when was the, when the, how long had you guys been together before the proposal happened? I think let me start there. So we had been together for two years mm-hmm. um, and then the proposal happened in February, I think. Sorry, I'm, I'm terrible. So you, knew, so you knew that this was coming? I knew that this was okay, coming. all right. And yeah, we were very excited leading up to it, especially because our daughter wanted this wedding. I think if there was any particular reason that we got married, it was because our daughter wanted us to get married. And was she part of the bridal party? <laughs> Everything. She was part of, it was her wedding. We tease her because at the end of it all, she was just the happiest little girl you've ever seen. That is so special. I'm actually looking forward to do something, doing something like that, Amilang. I know that what I did on my wedding day, um, my husband still hasn't forgotten. And I don't think he'll ever forget. And that's the reason why 
we didn't have a 10-year wedding anniversary celebration. And that's the reason why we're unlikely to have a 15-year wedding anniversary celebration because of the day, the stuff that I did on that day. And the one thing that stands out to him, and this is what he shared with our children. So we were standing in front of a mirror. And the, the, the videographer was filming this little couple, you know, being all cute in front of the mirror. And I snapped at my husband, right? Because I, I, I didn't like what he was doing. So I shouted at him. And this is all caught on DVD. So our kids watched this. And he's like, yeah, you see? Can you see what your mommy did there? That's the reason why we're not going to have a celebration. And each time I watched, I mean, I, th- I think it's been, I haven't watched this DVD for about five years. But each time, each time I watched it then, the only thing that went through my mind is, why? did I have to be like that? Mm. You know, so now that I'm older, now that I've thought about it, was it worth it? Did I really have to be like that? Mm. You know, I think this is something I want you guys to think about. Is there a need for you to be so stressed if you are going to be the bridezilla? Is there a need for you to act like that? If you're going to be the bride of the budget and you're being all stingy, is there a need for all of that? Mm. And I think the dresses issue and everything else that goes into a wedding, those issues are real. Especially in Cyril's economy, we want, you you want to have a wedding, Mm. right? You want to have the celebration, but do you have to stretch yourself for this one day mm. that's going to pass mm. and then there's a life to be lived thereafter? So it'll be interesting to hear what people have to say when they call in and let us know. But just going on to Twitter, U Miss Maruma Unumtandazo says that I'm an anti-wedding bride. The courthouse, then we go on our honeymoon. I don't have money to waste. Yes, Futi, I can't deal with the planning and the stress. That's, a very, that's her practical point of view. She doesn't want to deal with all this drama that people go through. Um... And we have oh, Patricia. We'll be taking a call from oh, Patricia, who's calling us from Benoni. Patricia, thank you so much for calling. Hi, ma'am. How are you? Fine, thank you. So, just speaking to Patricia Senosi, previously Patricia Madisha. Yes. I just want to contribute on the talk show. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. For me, I I am 100% sure that I was the princess bride. Because I had my wedding last year in September. Yes. And I planned everything for myself. Everything. I was my own wedding planner. And everything turned out to be the way I wanted it. And uh, even today when I looked at my photos, I'm, I'm still smiling that I got what I wanted. Exactly how I wanted it. So for me, it was the perfect one. Wow. So so how long had you planned it? Is, is it something that you knew, Patricia, from the ch- from childhood? Okay, um, or, you know, once you knew that you were going to get married, you started planning it. Was it a childhood dream or what was it? Yeah, it was a childhood dream. And for some reason, I had this uh, belief that uh, eventually I will be a bride. And yeah, it turned out to be true. Of which, yeah, eventually last year I turned out to be the princess bride. And exactly how I imagined it from a childhood uh, stage. And so how many bridesmaids did you have, if you had any? Yeah, I had five bridesmaids that were, that were my friends. And the sixth one was my friend also, but then it was uh, a uh, matron of honor, of which she was the only one that was married there. So I took all five friends. The sixth one was a nation of honor and the other side of the gents were a mixture of family, church maids and uh, cousins. And, and who paid for their dresses? Pardon? Who paid for their dresses? Who paid for their dresses? Okay, I had uh, Medora from Majaneng that was recommended by one of my friends, Pidiboni Murekure from Temba. Mm-hmm. So... 
I got that uh, picture from Facebook and I went to her to say that uh, this is the dress that I wanted and it came out the way I wanted it. Like, uh, that's why I didn't have any stress because of everything was just Perfect. so smooth and Yes. Oh no, I'm very happy for you, Patricia. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I'm happy you had your you. princess wedding. Thank you very much, ma'am. Enjoy your evening. Thank you. We also have Uzagiti phoning from Boxburg. Um, welcome to Sidebar Cindy on Kai FM 95.9. Thank you so much, Cindy. So you were a bridezilla? Yes. <laughs> I just got married in December. Mm. Initially, when I started out, I was a budget bride. Like, she's a T. I'm an accountant. Oh, so my word. That's the worst. Every <laughs> single thing, every inch, every everything. <laughs> but I think um, I'm Zulu as well. So we had, so when he went and finalized the Lobola, it must have been um, towards the back end of 2017. Mm. So then we had to do Umembeso and then we had to do the wedding. Mm. So Umembeso was in September of 2018 and then the wedding was in December. Okay. So I think the pressure of having both of them in such a close range mm, towards a lot. like the wedding it was too much i was literally almost having a nervous breakdown and now like i look back and i see oh my gosh i was such a horrible person yeah. to my bridesmaids and everybody around me yeah. especially on the day yeah. that I hardly enjoyed the ceremony because some yeah. of the things didn't go the way that I wanted them to go. And there was a point where one friend of mine said to me, after the matrimonial bit, she said to me, we can see that you're pissed. Yeah. Relax, enjoy the ceremony. And after that, I literally put my dancing shoes on and I remember at the end of the day, this is a celebration of our love. Exactly. And all the other stuff are just really detailed but I say I'm never putting myself through that stress again you sound, my goodness you sound just like my husband and he says he's not going to go through this again and when you look never. back like in terms of the financial um, support did you have mm. did you have help from anyone or was it just you and Habby having to having to having to deal with everything I can say maybe 90% was just me and Habby uh, a little bit my family did show up mm-hmm. um, and his, his parents are both uh, deceased so he doesn't have parents and he's the oldest with his brothers and sisters mm-hmm. so he was just literally carrying the load by himself and then with myself my mom uh, did help out a little bit but more towards the traditional ceremony. Yes. Um, she like got the blankets and the gifts and stuff. But everything else was on us. So now imagine planning umembeso, umabo, and the white wedding in the space of three months. Yeah, no, that is a lot. And would you do it again? Like, like if you did it again, how would you do it differently? I think let me ask it like that. I think the thing is we need to be firm with our ideas because if I'm really honest with you, I had a plan in mind. Um, Yeah, I wanted to be a bride and everything with the frilly dress. But when your family starts putting these expectations and they're all so excited and my mom is inviting the whole world. That is it. 
that's really where I lost control and the pressure started piling up because from then on, you're not only managing your expectations and yeah. the husband-to-be's expectations, but everybody else's. And yeah, so for me, I think if you're going to be a bride, really firm on what you want yeah. and how you want it. You don't have to be rude to the people, Yeah, but I mean, yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing that. And I think the take-home message from what you've shared with us is that, you know, be firm and, and obviously keep within your budget because, you know, there's no bottomless yeah. pit of money for all of us. I mean, some people do have the yes. privilege, but not everybody has that. And after the yes. wedding is done, you must now service that debt that you've gotten yourself sure. into. No, thank sure. you so much for sharing that and drive safe. Thank you. So we're joined online by clinical psychologist um, Dr. Annelies Siswana, and we'll be chatting to him about, about you know, about this topic of of weddings and the stress leading up to it and just the reasons why people become bridezillas and all the other types of weddings, uh, all the other types of brides that you can get on a wedding day. So just to go through the rest of the brides that we've spoken about, there's a last minute bride and she's the one that is most likely to send out invites at the last minute. Okay, so that's just unimaginable in my mind. I don't know how, you, how anyone would do that. You have the level bill bride and she's the one that's going to have a non-traditional wedding. So she's most likely to have a wedding on the beach or take you guys to Mauritius and have a wedding there. The planning fanatic is the one that's going to do everything on her own from beginning to end. All you guys have to do is pitch up at her wedding and sit down and, and behave. Then, of course, what we all are due to societal pressure is the nothing less than perfect bride. So this is the bride that, you know, from the time she was two years old, three years old, four years old, social media, now social media, movies, soapies, magazines, Cinderella, in her brain, this is how the wedding is going to happen. There's going to be a, a poofy dress and glass slippers and it has to be perfect. And then there's a sentimental, the sentimentalist who's, you know, the one that's going to wear her mommy's dress and, and do things the way her mommy did them. So... Those are all the different types of brides that we've that I've listed. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. What is a wedding without Ubrenda Fassi? I love that song, Wedding Day. So I'm back and we'll be chatting to Dr. Anneli Siswan. I'm still chatting to Uye Lang, who's sitting with me in studio, and she'll be chatting more about her wedding experience. But welcome, Dr. Anneli Siswan, and welcome to the show. Hello, Cindy. Uh, good evening to everyone. So you're a clinical psychologist. And I know that um, you're obviously well versed with um, you know the emotions that people go through, especially when they're under pressure. The, the the process, the the time leading up to a wedding is a very high pressure time for most for most families. Mm-hmm. And on the day of the wedding, you know most most of us are snapping. We are losing it. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, the, I think the kind of pressure comes from social expectations that come with um, wedding. And and if you notice, um, Cindy, is the excitement is not about the marriage. The excitement is about the wedding. And things and programs like my perfect wedding, underline the word perfect wedding, mm-hmm. suggest and put a level of pressure that it is every little girl's dream and a woman that one day I'd love to have that perfect, perfect wedding. And the pressure stems from that. Had you not have all of these kind of problematic expectations that, um, as I've had callers and brides, people saying that the pressure starts from the family because it's all about them. 
it's all about providing the best image. It's all about having the best wedding ever. And so that adds a lot of pressure to the people organizing um, the wedding and to the person who is or is supposedly to be the one who's going to be the the princess of, of the day. And so looking at all of these different kinds of bride things, I think um, all of them, they have to some degree each aspect of these different types of brides mm. because there should be that budget that is going to make a killing in terms of this um, wedding that we're making. We have this girl who has always imagined that her wedding has to be this kind of person, this kind of wedding. So all of those kind of things, and if you notice, with these kind of different types of brides, um, they come with a package of a personality type. You are likely to have um, a perfect wedding if you are working with a type A kind of behavior, someone who is a perfectionist, someone who is into finer details and all of that. Mm. That, again, that kind of personality style has a lot to do with being a perfectionist. And being a perfectionist then now also adds pressure that extends beyond than just that other person, but pressure to perform and to have this grand ideal wedding. Yeah. At the end of the day, sorry, it leads people to make irrational decisions it leads to the pressure of people getting into debt, yeah. into situations that eventually they would find it so hard to come out of it. And remember, as I've said, we all care about the wedding. Yes. What happens after the marriage is not our business. That's true. And then you are stuck with all this to deal with. And everyone else has gone home. They spoke speaking about how wonderful the wedding was. And their lives continue. Yeah, there will always be complaints, especially with our people. Um, because now it's going to be Omalume, it's going to be Andy, who said we could have done this in a better way, mm-hmm. we could have said this in, in this way or that way. So all of those kind of external pressures makes it very, very, very hard, even for the couple or for the people getting married, yeah. to enjoy their wedding. No, it's true. Because all of these expectations and everyone comes with this, if you could have done this way, if you could have done this way, things would have turned out better. So all of those kind of expectations in the, at the end of the day, they make a lot of um, problems that eventually it's so hard um, for the families, both families, to keep up with the pressure. And those kind of pressures end up leading people to making a um, huge number of debts and the number of things that they would never thought that they'll get into had it not been for those expectations. Yeah, well, thank you for those insights. We'll keep you on the line. We're going to take a call, 86 and we're chatting to Neo from Dobsonville. Um, good evening, Neo, and welcome to KFM. Good evening, how are you, Cindy? Good, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Cindy, um, I've got a, uh, something to add on your list. Yes. Invited bride. So you were invited to your own wedding? Kind of, because one went to a family gathering. Um, this was sometime in December. And, um, you know, from uh, my husband's side, and everyone was like, we'll see you in January. And I'm like, January 4, and they're like, no, the wedding and all of that. So when I came back home from that funeral, one had to plan everything like in two weeks. Oh, my word. And there had been no hint, Ugo, to you're going to get married. I don't understand, no. Like, no, 
you, you know the whole traditional ceremony yeah. and uh, signing everything. So it was just a matter of what does one do right now. Wow. So I had to plan everything in two weeks, but everything went very well. So, so you had the, so you on, so you must be a type A personality. You must have like superior organizing skills. I don't know. Maybe it's like panic mode <laughs> type of skills to say what does one do in this situation because everything has to happen. Did you enjoy your day though? It was um, a four-day wedding. Wow. Four, four days. In between, it was the white wedding, traditional, and, and, and everything in four days. But it was the best ever. Well, congratulations. And how's, and how's the marriage so far? How, how's everything going? It's going very well. Well, congratulations, Neo. Thank you for that very interesting call. My pleasure. Have a lovely day. You too. Thank you. We have Tandega on the line and she's calling us from Bram Fisher. Good evening, Tandega. Good evening, Cindy. Thank you for calling. Yes. So what's your, so what's your bride story? <laughs> I was a budget bride. Oh, so you're the stingy one. <laughs> no, I'm not the stingy one. You see, it's the economy. <laughs> <laughs> When you get married, everybody needs to put in. So my my friends were my bridesmaids. And then I went and I found the dress that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in the mix of being a bridesmaid. I found the dress that I wanted and I found the, the lady that sold the dress at a cost price for them. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a, a very uh, less place for them to get their sandals. All of them, they wore the same sandals, yes. same hairstyle, same dress. I wanted them to look as one person. I remember what my other friend had dreadlocks on. She had to put on a piece. bonding. So, but... During the day, I made sure that they had snacks. They had they they enjoyed my day. And then another thing that I I think my 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 father's cousin was that leading up to the to the day of the wedding, yes. she phoned me at night because she was helping me with the invitations. She says she said to me, no matter what happens from now on, mm. remember that on Saturday it's your day. Yeah, there's no other day that will come. And you wear that white dress. So, if the food doesn't have salt, it's okay. If you cannot stand up there on your first table, enjoy. And I'm sure you did. I, I did. I made sure. And, you know, I was thinking, when I got to the tent, the flowers, I... I uh, my mom, she's a florist. Yeah. So we 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 gave we gave her friends to do the coforon. Mm. So we we even offered her to say, let us make the 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 poses, the flowers for you. She said, no, it's fine. I've got it sorted. You know, when I got to the to my tent, tent tent out of the flowers, maybe for me when they motivating. Oh no. When I looked at them like that, like I was like, yeah, real, and. Just before I stepped into the tent, I then remembered that this thing, eh, my, my aunt said to me, It's your day. your day, enjoy it. 
Well, I danced like a Muslimah dance before. <laughs> I said, you know what, whatever that happens, he's and has nearly sick, I sat on the Tiffany chair. So I, I, I ended up saying, you know what, Whatever that happens, and people didn't know what I wanted keys and hair chairs. Exactly, and I think that's the thing, Tandega. That's the thing about the wedding that I, I want people to understand that whatever has gone wrong, no one knows about it. Only you know, and a few and a handful of other people. So stressing about it is not going to help because no one else knows what's going on. Hey, and people were after the wedding were saying, "Eh, I was like, "But it was not the way I wanted it." No, but thank you so much for sharing that. I have one question. I, I think I asked this of everyone who makes bridesmaids wear certain outfits. Did you pay for the bridesmaids' dresses? Do you pay for their bonding? Do you pay for their shoes? No, they paid for themselves. How tender. <laughs> no, they're my friends. The day they get married, I will, I will return the favor. Okay. I'm a bit biased in that regards, but yeah, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. So I'm sitting in studio um, with Uyelang Prudence Jinka. If, you, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to KFM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. She had a beautiful wedding. A few things didn't go according to plan, but she was cool and calm about it. So what's the one thing that didn't go according to plan on your wedding day? I think um, the one thing that didn't go according to plan was the, the, the little, because we had little grooms and little brides. Oh, that's so cute. It was. It was gorgeous. How many but, of them? So we had three. Okay. Three girls and three boys. Yeah. And what didn't go according to plan was their, because um, they had rehearsed. Mm. But now I have this little niece, uh, Jenica, and she is her own force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and at the actual ceremony, because we had it at the at the botanical gardens, mm. she literally just started her own pace and she started doing her own moves. And um, everyone had to follow. So all the other little, because she was the smallest one, yes. and every so you have this. It, it was actually captured, and <laughs> she made everyone wait because she was deliberate with each step she took, and she changed the whole thing. But it was cute. It was very cute. And garden weddings can also be quite stressful, um, um, you know, because, you know... The weather. The weather. So We, we had that. Oh we had God. picked the most unbelievable day. I, I, I don't know if you remember, but in April we had those unplanned storms. Yes, they were, they were out of character. A very out of character. Yeah. Now, we picked the one day in between two uh, predicted storms. Yes. So the day before the wedding, we had the storm. And the day after the wedding, we had the storm. But on the 21st, we had light thunder showers. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were reciting vows. And during our recital, everyone was getting concerned because the droplets and everything, oh, you know, that no. was like, and out of the blue, the sun just came through the clouds and it was dry. Wow. And so that for us was, was very, it was magical because it we were getting, been. it must have been. It was, it was. Yeah. Must have been. Um, Dr. Anele? Dr. Anele? Yes, I'm listening. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for joining us on KFM 95.9. I want to talk, okay. yes, I want to talk about, you know, so here we are, we're speaking about the, the ladies and the families. So we haven't really touched on, on how men experience all of this. You know, I mean, I can I can quickly say my husband is traumatized to the extent that we're not going to have anything weddingy ever again in our lives. Um, how do how do how do men process all of this, all of this drama of weddings and and the expectations and so on? The assumption is because they are men, they may not be directly involved or 
has a lot of emotions invested in that. Yeah. And the truth is, if you were to really ask them, they really get so stressed out. Um, besides them paying the money or paying what needs to be paid and all of that, level of emotivity that most brides um, tend to ignore. Actually ask, they, oh my hubby, how are things going for you in, in this whole entire process of planning? Because if we don't allow places to happen, mm. we assume that they are not affected when they are literally affected. And at some point for them, even in the moment when things are happening, they will not express their level of distress like a bride would be. Mm. So their way of expressing um, their distress will be different. And then so I really encourage that we, we, we remove um, gender stereotypes when we when it, it comes to these kind of things like planning for weddings, actually the day of the wedding, by making sure that we include men in how they they see things mm. and in what would be their kind of opinion. Even the smallest things that we think they may not be valuable in, but to be uh, mindful of including them you would see the level of energies and 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 involved they would have, but if there is less um, kind of invitation mm. around making sure that they also matter and then they also their values and actually their their opinions are valuable in the process. But what I'm trying to say is that there is space and value in which men also get affected mm. by this level of stresses and by this level of running around and all of that. And essentially, when your woman, it's her special day and she doesn't get what she had planned, especially those ones who have high unreasonable expectations. To some degree, they really, really get affected as well. No, they and do. So I think there is a level of um, impact that they also feel as men. I think what I'd like now is just give a few tips on how to make your wedding not so expensive because it doesn't have to be. I, I say this to, to anyone that cares to listen, that you can, have a, you can have a budget wedding and still enjoy yourself. We can have an expensive wedding and obviously run into trouble. But if you can afford an expensive wedding, if you have that privilege, then please, by all means, go for it. So one of the things that I did, just I did, I did three things, okay? So I made my own wedding invitations. So, you know, I went online, found what I liked, and I made my own wedding inv invitations. I did my own makeup. I did the makeup of my bridesmaids as well. So that's another skill that I have. So I'm quite multi-talented. That's another skill that I have. And um, I then got a lot of help from people. So a friend of ours paid for the drinks at the wedding. Someone else paid for the alcohol. Um, someone, you know, a friend did the music. A friend played the organ in the, in the church. A friend played the violin. So there were a lot of different people who I was able to, to ask for favors. And initially, that is not the plan. So I had this lavish wedding plans in my head. But when I realized that I wouldn't be able to afford all of that. I was still a student and everything was going to fall on Umarinas's, you know, um, pocket. I then had to adjust myself. So there's no shame in asking for help. So you, you must just look around in your circles, see who you can use. And literally you have to use people, yeah. right? If there's someone that can do hair, if there's someone that, that can, you know, you know, give you a weave or give you shoes or whatever mm -hmm. it is, 
ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Prudence, I mean, did you, you got a lot of help for your wedding. I was absolutely blessed in that um, my son is a creative director. And so he was able to create the whole wedding yes. for us in terms of the look and the feel and the design. So because he does this professionally, mm. uh, we ended up with a spectacular looking wedding that if we had paid for, I mean, if he had quoted, I wouldn't have been able to afford his services but he did it all and um, my brother-in-law he provided a lot of the hard costs which uh, obviously having the business that he does he could have absorbed it in terms of the transport and that was a great blessing to you guys I mean we were so blessed in that every single family member played a part we had people coming and asking us what it was they could do and so in the end when we put the rands and cents together it was a very expensive wedding but people just came through and shouldered um, the expense for us. I mean, we were so blessed. We had an award-winning DJ DJ at our wedding. You see. And, you know, the music was fantastic mm. because of that. You know, and, and so asking makes makes a huge difference. And I mean, if you if you know someone that's getting married, um, just offer help. If there's something that you know you can do, offer help. So we have a caller on line one. We have Ayanda, and she wants to tell us about her experiences um that she's going through at the moment. Hi Ayanda and welcome to Kai FM. Hi, thanks indeed. Um, so I'm going to be a bride um, in four months' time. Mm-hmm. And knowing myself as a perfectionist that I am, I do foresee myself um, snapping. I mean, I'm already starting to have nightmares um, of either my hair's not done or my dress doesn't fit or anything like that. So I think for me, I'd just like to understand um, from the doctor in terms of how can I try and sort of preempt um, controlling my emotions at the time. Mm. So I'm, I'm happy. For, so first of all, I'm happy that you've identified that you are likely to be problematic. So that's already a good, <laughs> that's a very good thing. There's, like, there's, 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 you know, identification of the problem. So we'll ask Anele. Anele, our clinical psychologist, Anele, um, Uayanda is getting married in October and she's concerned yeah. about her pending behavior. So what advice do you have for her? before we let you go? I think the best advice for her is to delegate and make sure that the people she delegates to, she leaves the control to them. Mm. Because you cannot delegate and want to be in control of the process. And so for a successful wedding that she wants, she must make sure that whoever she has allocated for any other role, she does not worry herself about that role she has given to the mm. person. That will help her manage the anxiety and the expectations and to deal with herself to realize that if I've given someone a role, I do not need to follow up with them. They are adult and old enough to know their role. And that, again, will also add value in managing your own anxiety mm-hmm. because what usually happens when we feel out of control or when we feel that people are not delivering to our expectations, we get anxious, we get um, all over the place and all of that. So for her to enjoy her moment in their day, let her control be distributed to those that are allocated to give or to exercise certain roles. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great piece of advice. Um, Ayanda, did you get that? Ayanda? Yes, I did. Thanks. Yeah. So, so, so my advice, I mean, I'm having been there and having been the worst bride ever, and this is captured on <laughs> video. All I can say to you is when the day arrives, whatever hasn't happened, it's okay. Because only you know about it. Nobody else knows about it. 
enjoy your day, have fun, dance on tables, and really make sure you have the time of your life. All right. All the best. Sure, thanks. I'll try. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it is, it's always great chatting to you, and we'll catch you on social media. Thanks, Cindy. Thank you. So yeah, so back to your to your wedding day, and I mean you you had all the um um you know you had people helping you, you had a bit of rain on your day, but eventually it sorted itself out. Um, what advice do you have for for brides to be and how they can handle what's coming? I think the most important thing is to remember why you are having this day to begin with. What mm-hmm. is this day? For us, it was a celebration of our love. It was a celebration of coming together with people we love to celebrate getting married and I think because of that that spirit we had we allowed everyone to just be joyful and to just bring what they had in their hearts for each of us his his my husband's family and my family and we just enjoyed it and when i look back on the 21st the thing i take away from the experience is just how much enjoyment there was i mean i look at the videos that were taken of my father-in-law and he was just beyond himself like he was the dancing was insane my sister-in-law my parents who you know flew in all the way from cameroon and i saw that love and that joy and i just i just thought to myself as i'm watching the video this is what mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. All the centerpieces and all the... Uh, we had a, a, an amazing moment where at the end of um, the ceremony, we had a flyover. There were like six jets that flew over. Just, just randomly. You see, we don't know if my brother-in-law organized it or if it was random. Oh, I see. So okay. no, one, no one is telling us <laughs> how that happened. Yeah. But even with something as spectacular as that, what I hold in me is the love, the joy, and the enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And I would advise anybody getting married, wherever they're getting married, however they're getting married, hold that in you, both of you, and I think that will sustain the marriage because that's essentially what it's about, isn't it? And do you think um, the fact that you're older... Um, helped you with your your expectations of the day? I know that for a fact. I mean, I am an older bride and older brides, I tend to find a much better bride because there's a soberness (laughs) involved when when you're older. You know, you have a sober mind in in terms of expenditure, in in terms of how much time you have in the marriage because, you know, there's only so much time. So when you're older, you can put things into perspective Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm thankful for as an older bride. And your family travelled far for the for the wedding. Oh yes, so they how many did. people? How many people came out? So um, I, I was thankful to only have my mom and my dad because, yeah. again, as I said, it was such a short notice wedding, and it was so dramatic. We even had Durko, the Department of International Relations, involved. Oh yes, we, for the paperwork for, for the, the travel. paperwork for mm. the travel. I mean, my dad being so elderly, there were all of those challenges, but. With everyone putting pulling in and making sure it happened, we, my husband and I, are just grateful. And, and that gratitude and the joy and the love, that's what we, we keep. And I'd advise anybody getting married to hold on to that. Mm. Well, that's, that's really special. And thank you so much, um, Yelang Prudence Jinka, for, um, you know, for being with me tonight and sharing your experiences. I mean, still very new. You've been married for how long now? 
Um, not even a month. <laughs> and you're glowing, so I'm sure everything is going well. Yes, it is. I'm right. very happy. And all the best, um, you know, for the rest of your marriage. But thank you so much for being here. So my, my take-home message after this topic, which is close to my heart, as you can hear, is that whatever has gone wrong, okay, on the day that you wake up, you wake up on your wedding day, be it a white wedding or traditional wedding, you wake up and things haven't happened the way you want them to. It's okay. There's, there's nothing you can do about it on the day. Nothing is likely to change, so just let it go. And that's what I wish I had known 15 years ago. Um, and the other take-home message from me is that um, at the end of the day, the wedding happens, and after the wedding, there's a marriage. And that marriage, you know, that, that's what is the hard work. The day of the wedding itself is, is, is easy. I, I look back and I just wish I'd done it differently. But the marriage is really where the hard work starts. So don't be like me. Don't be a bridezilla. Please be a nice bride. Make it easy for everyone. Please pay for people's dresses and weaves. And really enjoy the rest of your day. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. On Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.